MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Breaking news this morning within uh, the last 10 minutes. The Browns announced that quarterback Deshaun Watson has a fracture in his shoulder that requires season-ending surgery. So they were lane four this week to the Steelers. A total was around 36, 36 and a half. Most books now have moved Cleveland to a two or a two and a half point favorite. And the total is down to 34 and a half, Paulie, the way it looks. We'll call that pretty much both those numbers the consensus as we speak. So I would also tell you that, uh, I mean, just look. I mean, I don't know which team you'd want to grab to win that division. Are the Steelers live now to win this thing? How many breaks are they going to catch? Every week with this team. Oh, man. Six and three outgained in every game. The late interception to seal it last week. And now with the timing, you catch uh, the Browns with Walker. You know, the first time they played, first play of the game was a defensive touchdown. Steelers added a second defensive touchdown in the game against the Browns. And Pickens had a long catch. Other than that catch, they had 150-ish yards of offense in that game and did nothing, and they won the game. That's how the season is going for this Pittsburgh Steelers team. I I don't want to call it like the Midas touch because it's far from gold, but uh, it's smelling like roses, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, right. And then Cleveland, King Midas in reverse. Yeah. Yeah, It's time to revisit the top five tortured fan bases list. What's going on here? Bill, Super Bowl hopes. You know, Browns, we can win the division. Okay, well, you have this now. Vikings, I mean, it it never ends here. Look at the timing with these teams and what's transpired. I I had the Browns number one. I've always had the Browns number one. Yeah. I was tortured. I go Vikings, uh, but it's, it's it's a tough list. And it's, but the Jets, they're on that list too. Everyone we had on our list. It just continues. We had a major injury this year. And, and the, with the Bills, the though, Bills, it's, they, just, it's, 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 they can't get out of their own way. Right. And the turnovers. Um, the other thing is, you think they got the good stuff there? I mean, I could arm wrestle the Incredible Hulk, I think. The guy broke as a... Displaced fracture in his shoulder, and he and he played three quarters. What are they shooting him up with? Huh. Oh, I'm sure it was just natural adrenaline, Paulie. He, he was perfect in the second half, and they won the game and scored 33 points. Yeah, because well, you were, with you, the pick six you, was big, but in the commercial break, you were asking, "Well, he was so good. Like, why can't he just somehow like play this week he, in the second half last week?" I can't imagine like how many milligrams of Toradol and whatever else. Mike Pritchard here. Oh, the Toradol on the network. He's told this story many, many times. Wide receiver, played in the league for a long time. He couldn't, folks, he could not walk when he played in the NFL at the end of his career because of what happened to his knee. They shot him up on game day 
And for three, three and a half hours, he would go out there and nothing. And Mike Pritchard was blazing fast. Like nothing was wrong. Pretty much half hour, give or take, when the game was over with, basically couldn't walk again. You think that stuff is good? It's something. Let me answer your question. Ravens. Ravens futures. The other thing is Pittsburgh, even when you look at the schedule, I, I can only get to nine and eight. It's, uh, there's some yeah, easy games. Yeah, but who knows what else is going to happen? Well, yeah, but also I think the Steelers. The unpredictable. Yeah, the Steelers could, could blow a game as well. I mean, he scored six points against the Texans. Think about that. While Ryan's has done a great job, they couldn't stop Baker go. Mayfield. They have, they've, they've had some poor performances defensively. They scored six points on the road against, uh, against Houston. So here's the schedule now. You get the, the, the gift going at Cleveland. Then you have to go to Cincinnati. Arizona at home, hello. New England at home on Thursday night, peekaboo. Colts, my God. But then it's Cincinnati again, Seattle, and, and the Ravens. Oh, they so, could. Uh, 10 and 7. Okay, I'll be kind. 10 and 7. But that's not going to get it done. But, oh, man, the, the, the game the Ravens blew is looming large. Because when you're talking about tiebreakers and this other business and the games that Baltimore continues to blow the last couple of years and this year, Baltimore should be undefeated. But uh, it, it also, point, how big is tomorrow night now? Well, that's so it's an thing, enormous right? that, game. Even that's, there's, that's there's a path for the there's a path for the Bengals to get in here if they win this game. I, I would call tomorrow night basically a must win for the Bengals. I mean, but it's huge for both these teams, obviously, because the the remaining schedule for both very very difficult. I think that Steelers are going to stumble their way into ten wins. Yeah, I think they're going to do that. I think okay, that they okay. Now Sunday is now, absolute. Now this is going to turn into a coin flip. It already is at Cleveland. Who knows about the health with the Bengals? And then they get Arizona and the Patriots at home. Okay. They play at the Colts. Yeah, this is, this is their year. And they're, they're going to go into a playoff game. And if, if, if the matchup is right, they'll probably lose by like three touchdowns. Because the offense will be facing a good team and they won't be able to do anything whatsoever. And they're going to have to rely on the, the defensive kind of luck that they've had. It's a good defense. I get that. But let's be real here. This team will be completely fugazi if they win 10 games, Paul. How about the Cleveland perspective? Timing's horrendous. We're in the middle of November. What can you do? Who can you call? How oh. much you can do? Now, with Walker, though, now I know there were shenanigans, turnovers, injuries, and the officials were horrendous, but they did beat San Francisco with Walker. They scored 39 and beat the Colts, and they should have beat Seattle. They had the lead on the final drive and Walker threw the interception. People were all over Stefanski. It was third and three, but... Uh, in any event, they they forced a turnover, and uh, they got the win, and, and Seattle won 24-20. So, okay, looking at their schedule right now, okay. we just got done an hour ago doing the look-ahead numbers to Week 12. I'm sure books have pulled them all, but if not, don't you have to take under in the in the Browns Broncos game? Mm-hmm. That was what 42 when we talked about the numbers. Yep, jump on that one. <laughs> really good defense. For the Browns, Broncos defense playing much better, and Way it's old. probably going to be PJ Walker in that game. This is this is horrendous for the win total. I mean, I can't point to these games now and say, okay, at Denver, at the Rams, they can lose those games. I mean, look who's the quarterback now. You should beat the Bears at home, but Jacksonville at home, at Houston, Jets, at Cincinnati. Oh boy, I was smiling too from ear to ear because bet them early in the season to win the division and they but they pulled off that freaky win against Baltimore and there's suddenly it's there you go. Yep. I have a chance to cash that ticket all of a sudden. And now Watson, oh boy. Season ending surgery for Deshaun Watson. The breaking news today. I'm trying to look right now if I can find it um for next week. That's a good one to grab. I don't see it. I think they pulled it. I think they yanked it. Yeah, that would be a good one. Would you call Philip Rivers? Hey, Phil. Probably dying to get out of the house anyway. <laughs> no kidding. Nine kids. I think it's more please, than that. Somebody save me. I know. What? Do you, come on. Phone, please ring. Uh, he probably sits I, I, by the phone all day long. Uh, God, please, <laughs> somebody call me. Yeah, sure. Uh, who, what else do you do? There's, I mean, you There's have nothing you can do. The, the, the options mean, are completely limited. Here. I'm spitballing. You're exactly right. I'm spitballing. But I mean, even even you got horrific timing with the Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz going to the Rams. I mean, you're it's... probably gonna have to just suck it up and go PJ Walker. Oh man, this defense is nasty. 
They were right there. They had a shot. Cooper had a big game. Ford had 100 yards. Huge win on the road. Six and three. Winnable games coming up. Oh, factory of sadness. There was so much to like. You're really right uh, with that. Look at that. I mean, the week six win against the 49ers. The way that they came back to beat the Ravens. Life was good as a Browns fan. Watson was playing a little bit better. How about the run we're on, right? This is, I don't want this to turn out to be like the NBA where it's that, that one year where it was a war of attrition. And it was just a, who can stay healthy. We've lost Cousins. We've lost Rodgers. We've lost Watson. Was that 2021 in the NBA? It'd probably be my, yeah, yeah. Everyone got hurt. Anthony Davis got hurt. Harden got hurt. Kyrie got hurt. Everybody was hurt in the Nets except That's for Durant. Right, right, right. I mean, it wouldn't stop. Um, we just talked about division numbers yesterday, too. Ravens were plus 115. People are chiming in on Twitter right now saying they were able to grab, uh, before the books took it down, they were able to grab the Steelers plus four. Nice bets. Good job. Mm-hmm. That's why, I mean, this stuff is, I mean, it, good observation, Paulie, in the last hour. It's 5.50 Pacific time on a Wednesday morning, and you have a minute, 90 seconds maybe, to grab this stuff before it's either completely flipped Very or... Impressive. Very impressive. Off the board? Right. Because I was able to take advantage when the um, Lillard trade came down. And we had some those big NBA trades. Sure. Uh, especially with the holiday. I was able to find the Celtics at $2 to win the division when they grabbed holiday. So it's, you, you, you're right. You have one, two minutes and then bam. But to do it this, at this time in, in the morning, unbelievable job. Someone's up. Can't be asleep at the wheel. Yep. This kind of stuff can happen. Remember the Ka- uh, the Kawhi Leonard-Paul George thing happened? Not that it turned out to be significant because they didn't win anything, but that news came down at like uh, midnight, one in the morning, West Coast time. I think the Steelers before this happened, yeah, I'm looking right now, Steelers to make the playoffs at DraftKings, that is currently on the board. Yes, you have to look at that. Now. Minus 110. Yeah, there you go. You're not going to get a great plus price, but... Look at this. I mean, it just it continues now every week with the Steelers. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if they lose, though. You no, know, take, no, taking no. the four is good, but also I, th- I think the under's gold as well Sunday. But that's yeah, they're they're gonna they should they should get to nine on accident. They now. have a bunch of winnable games coming up. Yep. And with that defense, and if Pickett doesn't turn it over and make mistakes, I'm searching for other teams Man. right now. Now, Cleveland's been yanked. God, it's so disappointing. Imagine to be a fan of the Vikings. At least you're winning games with Dobbs, though. But a Jets fan. Season's over. Two plays in. Cleveland fan. Again, this happens. Yeah. Season ruined. They were making the playoffs, too. Forget about the, divi- I don't know about I the division. I can't imagine living in that city I today. Know. Cleveland was making the playoffs, and they were going to be a tough out. 100% agree. That's a team that nobody in the AFC wanted to yeah. play in the playoffs because of the defense. We'll recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some coming up next year and follow the money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, Mitch talked about it. The Pacers do it again. They win at Philly, and the game goes over. They're 10-1 and one to the over this year. You know, we talked, as Tim uh, McMahon said, ESPN, high, highly flammable both ends. I mean, they <laughs> yes. love to score, and they, they, they don't care if you score either. And uh, they love to shoot the three. Halliburton has been sick, the run he's been on the last couple games. More on that coming up. The T-Wolves, plus four, went off the favorite. And the under, 222 down to 215 and a half. Beat Golden State again. No curry. And Green puts Gobert in a headlock. What he was doing. Three guys ejected in the first minute of the game. Yeah, nuts. McDaniels, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. And yet the T-Wolves struggled Uh without three of their best players. I can't believe it. Heat Hornets under. 227 down to 222. 111-105. Cal Irvine, while you were sleeping, beat USC. 5-6-1 on the money line. Prairie View. 9-1 9-1 to beat Abilene Christian. Penn State, 24-and-a-half up to 30. One by 30 against St. Francis. Providence, Wisconsin, under 146-and-a-half down to 141. 72-59. Florida Atlantic over. Eastern Michigan, 145-and-a-half up to 150-and-a-half. 100-57. Owls. Virginia, North Carolina A&T under. 138 down to 131. 80 to 51. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos at the J. Augustine sent this in. The only game in town. Ultimate X. How about the double Royale with cheese? Gets dealt four to the Royal with hearts. Pops one with an ulti- uh, multiplier. Oh. And then pops another one, top left. He got it twice on a five He got play? it twice, absolutely. How many, times man. You, how many times do you go 0 for 10? <laughs> you look on your face. Oh, makes me want to vomit thinking about it. I was playing Friday. I was playing uh, 50 Cent Ultimate X triple play. I was dealt aces eight times. Three, three aces eight times on all of them. Nothing. Then I'm playing 10 play 0 for 10. Wanted to break something. And then I got Jet fans behind me. J-E-T every three minutes. I go, I got to get out of here. You I got to go for a walk. You got three aces eight, eight times, times and you never got. Qu- yeah. That 0 for 10. Good for you. I, I don't want to get into it. It's, okay. Yeah. This is awesome. This is, is this Mattress Mac? What do we have? Let's go to the furniture store here. I never thought about this, but let's do it. This is a great event uh, with the dogs on the mattresses here getting after it. I mean, look at this. Like they're on a track going round and round and round from mattress to mattress to mattress. And I'm dizzy looking at it. Uh, yeah, right. I, I am getting dizzy. Good call. I mean, that is awesome video. Never thought of you. Sure. That that's they'll, they'll you tire them out in half an hour. They oh, can do that. Oh, they are revved up, ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna have a nice nap here in a little bit. That is awesome. Lose some. The movement on these extra games and added games in college basketball. Florida twenty-seven and a half up to thirty-four against Florida A and M. They won by twenty-one. Uh, Vandy UNC Greensboro under one forty-one down to one thirty-six. No good. TCU over one fifty-nine up to one sixty-six. 88-55. Toledo Wright State over. 163 up to 169. 78-77. Hawks Pistons under. 233 down to 220. 225 no good. Flew over. Clippers lose again. They're 0-5 straight up since they acquired Harden. 
and I watched it last night. I was excited because it's it's uh, David Fincher who has done The Game, Fight Club, Seven, Social Network, Benjamin Button, Zodiac, Gone Girl, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, House of Cards, and Manhunter. How good is that? Mind he did Hunter. all of those movies? Mindhunter, excuse me. He's, he, oh, and TV shows? And, wow, wow that's I didn't realize that. So he's, he directed The Killer with Fassbender. I, got it, I, it, I was it, expecting more. Okay. A little disappointed. Mm. But something happens. You'll notice it at the right at the beginning of the movie, and it continues. And either you like it or you can't stand it. And it goes on for much of the movie. I'll let you figure it out. But that's why people are divided. One reason why people are so divided on the movie. About what what happens and it's you can't get away from it. Well, does it, does the trailer give it away? Because he's saying this. I haven't watched the movie yet. He's saying the same phrase over and over and over again in the trailer. Oh, there it is. Okay, there it is. No, but I mean that's the trailer though. They give it away then when you're watching it, the 30 second preview. Inner dialogue. Yeah, he's talking to himself the whole movie, much of the movie. And it, thumbs yeah. up, thumbs down. What do you want to do? Get Richard Roper on dissect the movie. Yeah, go in the middle. Uh, one uh, other lose some. I spoke to Seahawk Sanders yesterday. Big Vison listener, good guy. On SurvivorSweat.com last week, a guy bought an entry for $15,000, full ownership of the entry, and then used the bills on Monday night. He, he was alive for like three days, and it cost him $15,000. Oh, Can you believe it? Gosh, I would not want that to happen to anybody. Yeah. All right, I know. That's, That's a, tough. Oh, man. Bill, 912128575 on X and Twitter. I live in Boston. When my girl drags me to a Red Sox game, I want to make a point to leave before the eighth inning. I tell her I want to beat traffic. But in reality, I don't want to hear Sweet Caroline. I had them at number one on my list on annoying songs and how are they popular and why are they in sporting events? We ranted about this yesterday, yeah. right? And you heard it yesterday. Like, we get it. Fenway, you started this, you get the song. Now every single venue across the country is going to play it like it's theirs? Knock it off. And then last night I'm watching the end of the first half of the Duke-Michigan State game in a commercial timeout, it's like I'm at a concert. And the song's getting performed in front of me live. I don't get it. I don't get the fascination. It needs to stop. It needs to end. Uh, a couple lo uh, lose some, one lose some video. When your dog runs, that's a good indication to get the hell out of here. The, the lady's walking down the street with her dog, right? Then she turns and looks. What, what, what's going on? The dog, oh, there goes the dog. Now he runs. And then the owner uh, takes off and gets a peek. Let's get out of here. Well, what is it? Oh, here comes the bear. Just walking the mean streets here? Yes, I don't know where they are. I don't know. She's out for a walk on the sidewalk in the little village town, and all of a sudden, here comes the bear. I mean, and good job by the dog. Let's get the hell out of here. Wow. That is nuts, right? We do it all here. Andre will throw those That out. happened to me yesterday when I got home. The dogs come and greet me at the door like a, a normal dog would. Yeah. And as soon as I open up the door, Frankie's acting a little bizarre. And I'm like, what is going on here? And then he, he, he jumps up on my knee, gets down. And then he turns around and looks at the ground and like slowly tries. I'm like, what is, it's dark. And I turn on the light. There's a scorpion oh, the size no. of my hand on oh, the ground. Oh, wow. And so he knew it. He probably tried to sniff it. Like, what is this guy? Realized it was bad news, kind of alerted me to it. And then I had to, you know, take yeah. care of business. With so many games on the board, no better time to put the VSIN experts to work for you. Become a subscriber today. Access to the daily best bets. Who has the hot hand? Betting splits, betting systems, hippo videos. First 30 days, $19. See everything we have to offer. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Sign up now. Great job. And Andre put up five new videos at Paulie Does Vegas on Instagram. It's the dog eating the cookie off the nightstand. It's uh, uh, the pandas having a snack together at the picnic table. It's everything you want. All, all great job at Paulie Does Vegas on Instagram. And thanks to the email as well. One guy who watches on Nesson from Boston is just fed up. He goes, a lot of people go to Red Sox games. They're not even baseball fans. They just want to sing the stupid song. Sweet Caroline. He's had it. Yeah. He sent that in too with email at uh, ftm at vcin.com. A, a lot of people in Boston responded yesterday and today saying, trust me, guys, we don't want it anymore here either. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I so understand. Some of the reaction here on the Deshaun Watson news, and if you're just tuning in, breaking news today, he is out for the rest of the season. A fracture in his throwing shoulder. He's donezo. Uh, this is from the Minnesota D-Gen on Twitter. <laughs> Again, shopping around here. Stuff's going to move or else going to go bye-bye. 
He locked in Browns under 10.5 season wins. He put five units on it, even money, when the news came out. So they are 6-3 and three right now. They have to win five games for him to lose that ticket with now P.J. Walker, seemingly the quarterback here for the Browns moving forward. Oh, are they going to win five games, Paul? They could. They could do it. The defense could be that good? Yeah. It's a good bet, though. I would make the same bet. Well, Walker's not awful. I would, you know, he's, he's been okay in there. And, and as I just mentioned, they, they had Seattle down. If he doesn't throw the interception, they win that game, and, and they beat the Niners. So, I mean, they could win an ugly game Sunday. They could win an ugly game against the Broncos. You know, don't turn it over. Force a couple turnovers. Play the field position game. Yeah, right. Bears at home. It's not, it's not brutal. I mean, there's, there's some opportunities there. Okay, and this is, uh, we asked, I was looking around for the Week 12 number when the Browns played the Broncos. Mm. Uh, Jeff Sherman at the Westgate. He, he had, they had the Browns minus two and a half, 40 and a half. They moved it to pick 38 and a half. Oh. And then uh, an adjustment again, Denver's now a one point favorite total is 38. So that is a two and a half point move on the total there. And I think at DraftKings, they were showing 42 earlier this morning. Yeah. When we did the look ahead numbers. Yep. So now Denver gets back-to-back games against backup quarterbacks or, or guys who weren't even on the team to start yeah. the year. Think about that. All of a sudden, the Broncos can be 6-5 and five here. Imagine if they sneak in the playoffs. What this Gave up 70 points in a game. Sean, it's historically bad. I'm well aware. I'm aware. Yes, we got a lot of things to fix. And well, they're not even. You have to wow. take the first month of the, of the Broncos' numbers and throw them in the garbage. Yeah, right. It's not even close can to the same team. Can you imagine that they're in this position? Is nuts. We'll get college football reaction from Pat Forty, SI, coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant, no matter how the action unfolds. You know, DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score $150 in bonus bets just for betting $5 on the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FOLLOW. Code FOLLOW for your bonus at DraftKings. The crown is yours. We love talking to Pat Forty, Sports Illustrated, and the College Football Inquirer podcast, which is awesome. He joins us now to go over the committee rankings and talk everything college football. Uh, I know we spoke last week. We believe the Pac-12 is the best league. The lack of respect for Washington is stunning here. Uh, It is so alarming that after a week ago they said it's razor thin between Florida State and Washington, then Washington beats Utah, Florida State struggles with Miami, and Washington still stays five, that I'm concerned that a 12-1 and Washington, if they were losing Corvallis and then beat Oregon in the rematch, would be left out here. What say you? Uh, I think it's a legitimate concern, Paulie. I, re- I really do. I just think that uh, the committee is 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 – they're putting their mouth where their money is, which says their money, their money's on everybody, but the PAC 12 best team right now. And so to have Florida state ahead of them still, I think, uh, I think that's a misfire. And I think it is a troubling sign of going down the stretch here. Uh, I mean, there are good teams in the PAC 12 and they keep beating them. Some games have been close, but as you pointed out, Florida state was life and death with a Miami team. That's been a disappointment. Florida State also beat a bad Boston College team by two. Mm-hmm. So I think the old bias against the Pac-12 is rearing its head a little bit here. Yeah, I think you're spot on with that. Uh, is there a chance here, Pat, where they're setting this up? You saw now Missouri creep into the top 10. Ohio State, Michigan uh, sitting there at 2-3. Um, could could we get, get into a scenario here where they're going to actually consider maybe two SEC teams or two Big Ten teams, depending on how those games go and if they're close? About two SEC and two Big Ten teams. Oh. I, I, don't, I don't think it's out of the question. I would hate to see it, and I think there would be committee pushback if there's an undefeated team, then an undefeated champion of the, uh, the, the Pac-12 and or the ACC sitting there. But I would be concerned mm-hmm. if I were uh, – somebody from those leagues, because I do think there's a possibility of it. I mean, you know, Alabama, the problem, and you know, they've got to figure out 
is, I mean, if Alabama beats Georgia, does that kind of nullify a 10-point home loss to Texas and put Texas behind them at last? Uh, on the other hand, yeah, if you're sitting there, if you are – if, 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 if Oregon ends up beating Washington in a great championship game after they played the great other game and they're both 12-1, and one, are you guys pushed back down behind the second-best team in those leagues? I, I mean, there, there's a lot still to figure out, but, but I think there's at least a chance for two from both of those conferences and then, like, everybody just rolls over and throws up because they, they've already seen so much, yeah. you know. No kidding. Uh, of everything tilting in the direction well, of those conferences. Well, certainly. I mean, who's got a bigger brand than Texas? I'd be scared as well if I'm a Texas fan. Sure, absolutely. And, yeah, that's, you know, they put everything into this season and they got that, that win they needed at Alabama to put them in position, close loss for them in a really good game to a good team. But, I would be worried. I'd be looking over my shoulder every day at, at Alabama, which is playing well and is Alabama. So you've been covering college sports a long time. What, what did you think of the surreal piece of theater afterwards where Moore plays the God card and immediately drops an F-bomb on national <laughs> TV? And then he, he's sobbing uncontrollably like Harbaugh passed away in a car crash. I mean, this is I, – I, what did you think of this whole – and now it's where America's team and Michigan against everybody. You already suspended the guy. The school suspended the guy already, and they're running a tribute play to him. And this oh – the president comes out. I had so – I can't. What do you think of it? Take it away. I, I honestly was sitting there watching that saying, this can't really be real. <laughs> Yeah. When do the when do the Saturday Night Live credits roll or whatever <laughs> that this is a parody, uh-huh. you know? I mean, it, it just it was so overwrought and so over the top. And I was not lampooning the players, you know, the good for them, but the but for sure more to sit there and just be weeping uncontrollably. I wrote in the column: it's like, is Harbaugh on his deathbed, been kidnapped, or trapped in an underground mine? <laughs> like those are the only reasons you could have yes. that sort of wild reaction you know like his life is truly in jeopardy no he's been suspended because connor stallions was running an unbelievable cheating ring and the reason he was suspended before is because he lied to the ncaa about recruiting violations and i'm sorry i just can't get worked up to the point of this you know this melodrama over a coach being suspended four different games probably maybe five coming up Uh uh-huh uh for violations on two different investigations but that's you know, Michigan has turned this into a persecution, the likes of which, you know, we haven't seen since the Middle Ages or something where yeah. you know, they were burning people at the stake and calling them witches. So <laughs> it's uh, it's something that's for sure. You know, yep. hey, whatever motivates them, that's fine. But it's pretty, yep. pretty hilarious to watch. Well, what do you expect moving forward? And I, I don't know. I don't know what to take from the win. Although on paper it looks like a great win, but then again, as you talked about on your podcast, Penn State's offense stinks, and they they they're not explosive at all. No, Penn State's offense is actually like arguably the least explosive in the entire country. It's uh, like they they've got they've had two plays over forty yards all season, uh, and with these with good players, you know, so they did what they had to do to win the game. And kudos to them, and really kudos to Sharon Moore for just saying. We've done enough. We don't need to get more points. They can't score on us. We're just going to run the ball 32 straight times. So they did what they had to do. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that's not going to be enough when they play Ohio State. They know that. It'll be different then, I would, I, I would think. But, uh, you know, it, they, Michigan took care of business, and now the next area of business becomes the courthouse, Washtenaw County Courthouse, on Friday morning when they have the hearing for – Harbaugh's injunction that would allow him to coach against Maryland. There's been a lot of talk about a possible settlement before that of like, Hey, you sit out Maryland and we'll call it even, we'll call it done. And then you're back for Ohio state. Don't know how well that's going or whether it's been, you know, whether that's moving down the line, but if it doesn't, it's going to be a pretty dramatic little courthouse uh, scene. I think Friday, we'll see if Harbaugh's there. We'll see if Tony Petini's there and we'll see if there's more melodrama on the way. This might be a, an unfair question about that, Pat, but if you had to put like a number on that actually happening where he's going to miss the Maryland game and then they'll say, okay, that's enough. You can come back. Would you say that's like maybe 50-50 he's there for the Ohio State game? Uh, yeah, that's about what I would say right now. And yeah, I'm not, you know, privy to the conversations that may or may not be happening. Sure. But 
you know, I think that that that's, you know, obviously that is the game that if he misses, people will lose their minds. And if they lose the game, people will really lose their minds. And so if the big 10 can get out of this with, Hey, we handed down discipline, we stepped up and we did something in a, you know, an excruciating situation. And at the same time, you let Harbaugh coach in the game that really matters the most. Maybe everybody can consider, okay, we we're getting out of this. Okay. Uh, So I would think that that's a situation people would want the question is, can you get everybody to agree to that? You know, Harbaugh yeah. is so stubborn that <laughs> he might be sitting there saying, no, I want my damn court to prove that I am perfectly innocent. I need to coach every game. I'm not taking any settlement. I don't, I don't know if that's the case, but I, you know, he is awfully, awfully dug in, I think on this. And so, you know, we'll see where it goes, but it's going to be fascinating come the end of this week. How about the real America's team? the other team in the Big Ten, the Iowa Hawkeyes, up to 16 <laughs> per the committee rankings last night. Uh, I, they're either unwatchable or you love it because like, it's a you know, car crash. Could you believe they moved them up six spots last night? No. Based on, like, uh, what have they done? I mean, I just uh, this, is, this is where you get that Big Ten brand name bias, I think, that mm-hmm. really starts helping more than it should because – they have been rewarded for beating a terrible, terrible Big Ten West. You know, that's been where most of their games have been. Rutgers, okay, it's a pretty good Rutgers team. Okay, that's a nice win. Iowa State, okay, that's a decent win. But that's it. They've beaten no ranked teams. They were beaten so badly by Penn State that it was like an embarrassment. Uh, You know, they lost to Minnesota. I, I just, like... Just because it says Big Ten next to them doesn't mean you have to put them as high as number sixteen in the country. I just, I think that's that's a bad miss by the committee. Yep. yep, well said. We totally agree. You can follow Pat on X. He's at by Pat Forty. Read him uh, in Sports Illustrated, and also the podcast is called the National, the College Football Inquirer as well. Uh, Pat, we thank you for the time. We appreciate that. Hey, my pleasure, guys. Have a good day. Yeah, thank you, you sir. too. And enjoy uh, Tennessee and Georgia coming up this weekend as well. So he'll be there this weekend. He'll be at Ohio State, Michigan the following weekend. It's pretty good. good and, and then as he good told pick. us before the break, he said this is unique because so many teams are still in it. That's right. That he has no yeah. idea where yeah. he's going to be at on championship Saturday. Uh, quickly, no, Louisville 9? Come on. It's life and death at home to beat Virginia. No chance. That's another one. But you're right. You still have seven unbeatens, five from major conferences, and you still have eight teams in the mix here with only two games left. Yeah, we'll run down in pocket plays. What we're betting coming up next year and follow the money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right. We'll see if they get a shot in the arm here and a boost with uh, Brady taking over play calling duties as Dorsey was let go after the show. Late six and a half with the Bills. Sunday at home against the Jets. And Sunday night, good game all of a sudden. Important game. But Minnesota-Denver under 43-and-a-half. Nothing new rolling with those two thus far. No lower league, uh, no big uh, soccer matches this weekend. There are a couple lower league matches, but no prem and no championship. Okay. So I'll have to go without. All right, last night had a winner with the uh, Panthers on the puck line. Sure. That was uh, minus 110 came up. They were down 3-2 against the Sharks. Scored three goals late to win that one. So that was a uh, good result. Pending. Now this one's starting to concern me. Yeah, I was and just going to ask because you. Yep, yep. Okay. I th- put three units on Oregon State plus one against Washington. That was on Sunday. I haven't heard a single human being make the case for the Huskies and now the number is up to Oregon State oh. minus two and a half in the game. Right. I well, mean, well, it, that would concern me more than the line movement. Is it not one person making the case for Washington? If it somehow touches three, which feels like it's going to be unlikely, but if it does, I might have to reconsider things here and try to come back and maybe maybe it lands like in that spot where I can win both bets. But uh, that would be a consideration if that number touches three. But every single person is on Oregon State now to win this game. So, I mean, I loved them initially. But anyway, uh, tonight's, by the way, going to be a good night. You can take care of your holiday shopping. You can plan that uh, vacation after football season. You can buy a new car, whatever you want. Blake Snell is going to win the NL Cy Young tonight. And we were on that months ago at massive numbers. So tonight's going to be a very good night for the accounts. All right. That's excellent. Good for you. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get the daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, profit, ROI, who has the hot hand, pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, hippo videos. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up today, $19 your first month, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. If we had the playoff, if you want to fast forward and it was set up like it is now with the playoff, eight of the 12 teams would be Big Ten SEC as it stands. So it's maybe we're just going to do this a year early. And just go, but though Oregon, Washington, not yet in the Big Ten. But we'll just go, uh, give me a little Ohio State, give me a little Michigan, Georgia, Bama, and Pat's right, everyone would throw up. Yeah, talking this out, I'm becoming more and more concerned that, let's say I am right with that Oregon State game, my initial thought, and they beat Washington. And then Washington comes back and beats Oregon in the in the Pac-12 title game. I'm becoming more and more concerned that a 12-1 and Pac-12 champion Washington Huskies yeah. team would be left out of the of the playoff. Absolutely outrageous. Especially when when you compare their resume and their body of work to Florida State, it's not even close. I can't believe what and I heard last night. And they can't jump them. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Don't, can't jump them. The, the chairman of the committee actually said on TV, don't undersell the rivalry between Florida State and Miami. Hurricanes scored a late touchdown there in the second half. 
what am I what am I listening to? What? Maybe a six win team. Yeah. My, Miami is oh. average at best. Oh boy. look at Florida State's resume. The the LSU, how does that LSU win look today compared to after week one? How does the win against Clemson look? They're an average football team. You struggled against BC. You couldn't put away Pitt. And yet Washington has all these marquee wins, including the best win in the country, a win over Oregon, Bupkis. Still sitting at number five. I just, it's... Well, it's just common sense. I use your rankings. You're telling me this, this is your list. These are your rankings. Sure. I beat number six. I beat, well, Utah came into the game, what, number 12? Beat I Arizona? Beat, and I beat number 17, Arizona. And Florida State, the win against LSU, not a sexy win anymore. And all we hear about is resume... And Ohio State had the best resume, according to them, for the first three weeks, first two weeks, so they were number one. Well, they got jumped by Georgia last night because they've added a win over Ole Miss. So they're res- Well, if you're going to go resume for those two teams at the top when it's convenient, don't you want to compare resumes between Florida State and Washington? I don't know. I just... Yeah. Several tweets. Bill Barnwell just tweeted, I got to call Phillip Rivers if I'm the Browns. All right, we think alike. I'd pick up the phone, too. Mitch is right. Probably can't wait to get out of the house with the little house. I don't mind the other guy that you said, Matt Ryan. Sure. Yeah. Get Matt Ryan out of the booth. Uh, Another tweet. Who would have thought how important this would be? Josh Dobbs was the Browns' backup to start training camp. Cleveland then traded him to Arizona. The Cardinals traded him to Minnesota. And now he's lighting it up with the Vikings and winning games. No kidding. With Watson out for the year. Yeah. Also, Randy Macho Man Savage would have been 71 today. Today's his birthday. Goes on and the beat goes on. Thanks for that tweet as well. Okay, so other things to discuss here and bets that you might want to consider. I picked up on this from listening to the Hardwood Handicappers podcast. Jonathan Von Tobel, Zach Cohen, Kelly Bidlin, they do it on a daily basis. Jonathan Von Tobel has been telling me for... 10 days to bet a Sewer Thompson to win Rookie of the Year, taken by the Detroit Pistons. Never pulled the trigger. And now, this is basically a bet if something happens to Wembenyama and or if something happens to Chet Holmgren. A Sewer Thompson's numbers on the year are fantastic. And he is, as Clark Kellogg would say, a stat, stat, uh, stat sheet stuffer. Like last night, for example, they lost... But he had 21 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, and 2 blocks. That's like basically every game for him. In November, he's averaging 14 points, 10 rebounds, 3.5 assists, 1.6 blocks, and almost 2 steals. I mean, that's good if you're a 5-year vet in the NBA. This kid's doing it as a 6'6", 200-pound wing player, and he's averaging more than 10 rebounds on the season for the... So he's 35-1. to I think JVT has him like 80 to 1, and he was like on him since like the second game of the year. He's like, oh, no, this kid's good. He's the real deal. He does a little bit of everything for the Pistons. You might want to get on that guy in case something happens. Well, I, I, fi- I looked finally last night. I broke, and I'm like, okay, I'll take a little, little 35 to 1. Now, it's more than likely going to be a dead ticket if nothing happens to Victor Wembenyama, but it's basically something like if he doesn't play the 65 games, maybe then somebody down the board becomes live and this kid's going to evidently put up you know good numbers across the board in almost every single game real solid player and the spurs now boy are they really i think that you can it was a great catch by you Wembenyama, 50 to 1 defensive player of the year they're not going to give it to a player on a team no. who's on the worst defensive no no rated way. team in the league no that won't happen i also expected uh rejection row i expected a ton of blocks but that's he's also filling it up. He scores, he rebounds, he, he turn turnovers. He does. Yeah. He's doing the ball. But I, I, I'm up, I'm shocked at how many threes he's taking. And I thought it'd be a, a SWAT fest, but it's been anything but as well. But I know a lot of it plays into pace as well. But I am I am also stunned how bad they are defensively. Yeah, they're really really bad. I mean, yep. last night OKC's good, especially at home. But you lose that oh, game boy. by like forty. Yeah, yeah. The big matchup everyone wanted to see, and that's that thing was over early. Yeah. No doubt about it. Funny season, though. You know, funny sport. I mean, you're going to get that with guys out in these back-to-backs and three games and four nights, and who's going to bring it? Yep. Night in, night out. 
the Dallas Washington total as we speak yep. is up to 245. <laughs> oh wow! It's your big boy. Yeah. And now the Lakers on the move a little bit as well. Uh, they're minus one and a half at the Mara- uh, MGM. One and a half. Totals 234 and a half, 235 against the Kings tonight. Ah. But that's a back-to-back too when they, you know, buried the Grizzlies last night. Boy, the writing was on the wall for that team, huh? Memphis? Well, I didn't expect this, though. Well, not this bad, but... How easy was the win total under? That's exactly right. But, this is, well, but you lost... Yeah, you lose Adams right before the season. That's and, when, basically. And jo- yeah, and Josh suspended the first 25 games. Yep. Man. All right, so your big news again today. Tony. Tony Reese. Uh, hang in there, buddy. Tough one. Tony, uh, our guy in Cleveland. Deshaun Watson out for the year. So, fractured shoulder, throwing arm. He's done. And how the numbers moved when we were live on the air talking about that a good hour ago. It's so unfortunate for that team. And again, the reason why I had I had the Browns power rated number one as, uh, what do we call it, the most devastated fan bases? Tortured. Tortured fan bases? Yeah. My argument was simple, along with everything else that happened to them. The organization leaves the city, moves to Baltimore. They won two Super Bowls since. That's end of argument, in my opinion. But this is just another, you add it to the resume here. You put it on the list. Yeah. And now they were a four-point favorite this week against Pittsburgh. That number obviously is long gone. The total has dropped two and a half points today. Next week against Denver, the same thing. They were favored, yeah. no longer the case. Well, Jet fans say, hey, I only got one play from Rodgers. It ended right away. Huh? If you missed any of the show, you can go back and search Follow the Money wherever you get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, and catch it there. Good luck betting tonight. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.